Welcome into this archived episode of the original SA Talk podcast. It's your favorite local podcast host and retirement advisor, Zach Espericueta. With the changes to the original podcast and rebrand in May of 2021, the current events and interview follow-up segments were taken out of these archived episodes for easier accessibility to the interview itself. Most new listeners just want to hear the interview anyway. Keep that in mind if you hear any references made to other segments or when you hear some of the old podcast music. I really hope you enjoy this interview. Be sure to give the podcast a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and a follow on social media at SAPod Network. Enjoy the episode. So welcome back to episode 15 of the SA Talk podcast. We're excited to have Iris Gonzalez joining us today, the founder and publisher of Startup San Antonio, which reports on emerging companies and people who are developing innovative solutions in the tech, bioscience, engineering, and cybersecurity industries here in San Antonio. So she's born and raised where Alexander Hamilton met his fate, moved here to San Antonio in 06, won the 2017 Texas Veterans Commission Media Excellence Award, as well as the 2020 U.S. SBA Small Business Media Advocate of the Year Award. She's worked for the DOD and even started up her own company. So without further ado, Iris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you for being here. We are so excited to hear about what you're doing here in San Antonio because you are such a needed resource for our community. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. I launched StartupSanAntonio.com about three years ago. It's a local digital media company. We focus on the startup scene here in San Antonio. So I report on it every single week. And if you look on the website, we also collect all of the resources in an easy one-stop shop. You'll see that we have a resource guide as well as a San Antonio ecosystem map. Awesome. So how did you get started doing this? Well, I've always been passionate about innovation and advanced technologies. Uh, I think Zach mentioned that this is not my first career. For the first 23 years, I was a defense analyst for the government. So I would assess advanced technologies for the military, for other departments and agencies in government, anything that had to do with homeland security. Loved doing it, enjoyed it. The career kind of reached a natural end about seven years ago with DOD sequestration. We were not the only ones. So that's when I realized, okay, time to do something else that still leverages those interests I have, research and writing and analysis. And it happens to be about all of the incredible startups here in San Antonio. Tell us what kind of led up to, you know, Startup San Antonio. Why, why the name? You know, what kind of connections did you have early on? And what got you really started uh, writing? When I was let go, my thought was, in fact, I made a list of all the things that I could do as a second career. On the list are things like comedian. And I thought, I could do this. I could be a comedian. But I had, my kid was much younger. And I thought, oh, the hours at clubs horrible for, for, you know, the mother of a toddler. So it's like, all right, scratch that off the list. You know, really it came to uh, writing. I love writing. And I started writing about the food scene uh, and I wrote for Edible San Antonio. So big shout out to Angela Covo, who's the publisher of that magazine. Loved writing about restaurants and, and food producers. Then that kind of led to more writing, you know, San Antonio Woman Magazine and writing about female-owned businesses, and I really enjoyed that. And then I started writing about tech for what used to be called the Revard Report. 
they just recently renamed themselves into the San Antonio Report. So it's local news coverage of San Antonio. And I had the tech beat and I loved it. I loved talking to people that were coming up with, you know, new and interesting ways of doing things. And then I also started writing about cybersecurity and started to write about bioscience and research and all the cool stuff that's going on here. After two years and 200 stories, I realized, you know what? There's enough of a niche here that I think I could write about this and focus just on this. I will admit, I had people who were pushing me from behind saying, you can do this. We'll support you. You can do this. And so with their encouragement, I launched StartupSanAntonio.com in the beginning of 2018. And we're now in closing in on the end of three years. And every week there's stuff to write about here. It's incredible. You know, and we talked about this a little earlier. We are an underdog city. We don't get the credit. We don't, people don't realize how many startups are in San Antonio and how many resources there are. Um, and I was going through your website and the amount of help that business owners and small businesses can get in San Antonio is incredible. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Oh my goodness. And a lot of these resources, in fact, most of these resources are free. So if you look on the ecosystem map, what I've done there, it's just a graphic that kind of goes from left to right. If you think about a growth cycle of, of a business, you know, you, uh, it starts out with like this long column of student entrepreneurial programs to help students learn about business and entrepreneurship. Uh, and to encourage them to start their own companies. So there's a long list of programs here. Then as you go across the chart, there's all these boot camps and training programs, startup programs like incubators and accelerators that help teach you. You may have a great idea for a, a product or a service, but what about all the underlying business knowledge? If you, you didn't go to school and get a business degree, they'll teach you all that. You can get free resources from organizations such as Launch SA. They have lots of free consulting for their clients. The Maestro Entrepreneurship Center, Small Business Administration, SCORE has some free mentors for um, people that are interested in, in launching their business. And UTSA, that's University of Texas at San Antonio, they have a small business development center that has all these incredible resources for entrepreneurs at every stage, including free confidential business consulting. So you can get your own business consultant and this advisor works with you to customize the consulting and you don't pay a dime. So that's just to give you highlights of some of the resources that are available for residents here in San Antonio. Tell me, in your opinion, why is it so beneficial for these college students and universities around San Antonio to have these resources, to have these classes, to have these workshops available to them? So if you look at the number of colleges and universities we have in San Antonio, there's an incredible number of higher education institutions. Yet when students graduate, you know, we lose a lot of those students and they go to other cities to pursue their careers. We want to retain as much talent as possible here. So for instance, UTSA just launched this fall a brand new state-of-the-art science and engineering building that has equipment that you would be hard-pressed to find at any university that maybe, you know, a large private corporation would have. They even built this huge makerspace that has custom equipment so that students can 
engineer and 3D print a prototype of some something that they might want to invent and test. They do this because then hopefully they'll get inspired, they'll make these connections, and they'll want to stay and help feed the, the pipeline of talent that we have in um, our business landscape here in San Antonio. So I think it's a smart investment and more colleges are doing it, more power to them. Everyone's got a particular talent and niche or type of program that all together is a really robust list of resources for students here to pursue. I completely agree. And we've talked to Jacob Harrell-Zideman before of QuickSip, and I know he discussed the program they had at Trinity University, similar program that, that really pushes entrepreneurship and provides those resources to students. I myself, when I went to UTSA, I was a part of the site competition. Now, that was back yeah. when UTSA had the, the major. So my major when I graduated was entrepreneurship. And I believe now, unfortunately, you can only minor in it. That was my major. And I know a lot of the classes and the curriculum was focused around, you know, doing the market research and reaching out to people and, and having a mentor. I really believe having these resources and these classes and these workshops is really beneficial, like you said, to retaining those people here in San Antonio. I think that's what is going to help get San Antonio with more recognition, more recognition, because we are kind of, um, we're the underdog. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, and I'm not a native, but in the 14 years I've lived here, I'm just blown away by the incredible talent that's here in San Antonio. And it's that passion that pushed me to launch a small business myself. And just so you know, the site program they also get to use the makerspace uh, in the new science and engineering building. They are trying to encourage more of that collaborative effort. So I think you're going to see some really great things come out of of that investment that UTSA did in the new building. Yeah, I mean, we're both um, UTSA alums here, so that's very exciting for us to hear. Since launching, you've published over 400 stories about San Antonio small businesses. How do you go about finding these businesses? Um, What's your interview process? You know, what do you do to really um, get the word out about them and, and connect them with the right resources? So luckily, in the two years that I was um, reporting on tech, cybersecurity, and bioscience for the Revar Report, now the San Antonio Report, um, you know, I met a lot of people. And so I already have, thank goodness, you know, like a network of folks that keep me updated on things. But even so, you're still constantly meeting people, talking to people. I follow a lot of people online. I read what people are doing. And if I read something intriguing, uh, I follow up. I mean, there's a lot of investigative monitoring of what's going on in San Antonio that I do. And since March, you would think with the pandemic, you know, being shut at home, no more events, no more public outings to run into people that I would run out of things to write. I haven't stopped writing. I have been just as busy as ever. Uh, So there are ways to connect with the community. The number one reason why I can do this is because San Antonio is unique. It is the biggest small town I have ever lived in. Everybody is very collegial. Everybody's collaborative. People share with each other. I'll often get introduced to people. Oh, you know, I was talking to so-and-so and I thought you would want to talk to them and find out more about what they're doing. It's incredible. So I find it actually very easy to um, come up with story ideas. I have to ask because a, a previous guest of ours, which ended up connecting us to you, Kat Dazone, you know, See? you guys have mentioned cocktail tidbits. So 
tell us tell us a few things you know we're talking about san antonio and how it's unique what makes it special tell us some of those interesting stories or facts that a lot of people here don't know i think what people don't understand like so okay we're we're south of austin and austin tends to get a, a lot of media attention what austin does well that we're still learning how to do is they commercialize a lot of their ideas. So you have Dell, for example, and Dell acts as the rack space. You know, it's kind of like the source of all these employees that either work there and then they spin off ideas and companies or the employees leave and, you know, the connections lead to a really robust startup community. Rackspace has done that to a great degree here in San Antonio. Austin's good at like, taking these ideas and running successful businesses with them. We're awesome at inventions that change lives for everybody on the planet. So for example, seatbelts on planes invented here, Port San Antonio, because it used to be Kelly Airfield. So in fact, the, the early history of aviation and all the innovation to make aviation safe was done here in San Antonio at what used to be Kelly Airfield which is now today Port San Antonio. And people um, don't know that. They don't know that. And so bioscience, we have incredible scientists that are like world known in multiple disciplines. So for example, a stent, a heart stent, you know, you hear about people, oh, the widow maker, your blockage, you need to get a stent or you're going to have a fatal heart attack. Who invented the stent? A UT health physician here in San Antonio. LASIK surgery, right? Invented here in San Antonio. I'm going to really blow your mind now. We all use our cell phones, right? And we take pictures and video. The man that invented the cell phone camera is here in San Antonio. And that same man holds the patent for the foundational technology that's enabling us to talk on Zoom right now because he holds the, one of the original patents for video teleconferencing, sending data over video. Mind-blowing, right? This oh, wow. same inventor held at one time a little over 200 patents for all these foundational technologies that have transformed 21st century life. That man is David Monroe. Now, what did he do with the money that he made from a career of being an incredible inventor? He collected the history of science and technology from around the world, and he has an incredible collection of artifacts here in San Antonio. That's why he decided to launch the San Antonio Museum of Science and Technology. So when you think back to the very first phone that was invented, I saw this with my own eyes. Three prototypes were created and they were built using the Morse code technology. David Monroe owns one of those three prototypes. The other two have been lost to history. So he has the very, the remaining prototype and I got to see him show it to me. And he said, so if you press this number, you hear, and you faintly hear, like if you press three, dit, dit, dit. and then they soon realize, oh, this isn't practical. This doesn't really work. So they didn't make it anymore. And then they came up with the next iteration, which is the one that Alexander Graham Bell used for the first phone call. But the very first prototype, David has it in his collection for the museum. So think about this. You can go to San Antonio and talk to the person who's launched a museum so that it's preserved for everyone around the world to come to San Antonio and visit the collection and understand the history of cybersecurity, the history of electricity, 
first generators that were created by, by Thomas Edison. He's got this amazing collection of all of the prototypes of the light bulbs before Thomas Edison found the one that worked. I think it says a lot that he decided to keep everything in San Antonio. That shows that he believes that much in San Antonio as well, just like you and I and, and the rest of us. You know, we know there's something special about San Antonio, so it's really cool to hear that. Oh, and, and so the museum, the purpose of the museum, it's not so much to show off the, the incredible collection, because it really is an incredible collection, but it's to use the collection to inspire the next generation of innovators. So it's building all of these STEM classes and workshops and tours and events, basically a whole curriculum to help inspire students to pursue careers in science and technology. And I will tell you, I saw firsthand, there were some children from SAISD that attended a week-long NASA rocket um, summer camp. Uh, David Sun is actually a rocket scientist for NASA. So he was there. And the child did not even know what NASA was at the beginning of the week. And by the end of the week, he confided. He said, you know what? This is so fascinating. I think I want to grow up and work for NASA. Now take that story of inspiration and multiply it by the thousands, hopefully by the millions. That's the vision that Port San Antonio has in working with uh, the San Antonio Museum of Science and Technology. They're building a new innovation center. It's gonna be operational by 2022, and it's going to include the home for the museum with room for classrooms, for the full collection to be on view. It's also going to include a state-of-the-art e-arena we talked about it's going to blow people's minds. So, all right. So if you've ever been to the Tobin Center, you know how the Tobin Center is, again, one of those, one of a handful of facilities in the world that is configurable. You can configure the floor so that it's either a dance hall, stadium seating, or you could configure it any number of ways. The E-Arena is going to be able to host any number of events, including drone races, robotic competitions, cybersecurity competitions, and of course, e-gaming, right? E-sports <laughs> competitions. Austin doesn't have that, but we yeah. will. No, I, I really think that's exciting that Port San Antonio is doing that. I know we talked about it recently in an episode, but I want you to kind of speak to the future entrepreneurs that may be listening and, and, and provide them with those resources that they might not even know they need. I just had not one, but two conversations exactly like that just yesterday. If you have a great idea, but you don't know where to start, you need to find your tribe. And your tribe's going to be different depending upon what it is you're working on. So if you're working in tech, you know, connect to a tribe like Geekdom, which is the downtown co-working community. And even though um, most co-working spaces are closed or very se severely limited in their um, occupancy, Geekdom has put in a, uh, a set of protocols that includes testing. I, I'm a Geekdom member, and I just went through the process this week. So Tuesday morning, I got tested for COVID-19, got my negative result in less than 24 hours. And so once you, you're clear, then you're, they have controlled access. I checked in, and I was able to talk to some entrepreneurs at Geekdom. Uh, and in fact, the one entrepreneur that I spoke to yesterday, he's got a new idea. He's very early. He's you know trying to put together website, marketing plan, a pitch deck. These are all things that eventually, if you want to make money, you're going to need. Uh, so I told him, look at startupsanantonio.com. 
look at our resources page. There's tons of resources just in that one page and they're all in one place to make it easy for you. So you will find everything from how to create your first pitch deck. That's a presentation that I give. It's a workshop I've given multiple times before. I uploaded my slides on that page. So if you look all the way to the bottom, you'll see it. Um, all the way to who to connect to for mentors, free business advisor from UTSA's um, Small Business Development Center, co-working spaces if you think you do need a co-working space. We've gotten to a point now in San Antonio where it's no longer co-working spaces. In fact, I had to rename that category into um, spaces for startups because we have a, such a variety of entrepreneurial activity now. Everything from like media space that you can rent, you know, so if you have a studio, you need studio space, whether you're in video or like a podcast, you can rent that space. If you're a chef and you need to rent space in a commercial kitchen, we now have choices. Before we didn't have any, now we have three. Look on the website and look at the resources page and it will take you down the rabbit hole depending upon what your interests are. Everything from I need a space to work, to I need some mentoring, some guidance, to how do I learn how to pitch, all the way to I really need to start talking to some investors. Who are the investors in town that might be interested in listening to my pitch? It's all there in one place. Before this episode, I kind of went down that rabbit hole. The amount of resources you have is incredible, from lawyers to places to meet. And so all of this is here in San Antonio. And so we always like to bring the podcast around and talk about what San Antonio means to you. Well, I'm a mother. I will tell you my story of how I chose to live in San Antonio. I had a waterfront little house in Honolulu, Hawaii. People would say, you had no reason to move. But I was looking ahead and I saw that the trajectory for like government funded research was going to play out. And it came true. And I thought to myself, if the funding's cut, federal funding's cut from my position, I'm going to be marooned on an island. That's an expensive move. So I adulted. I made the hard decision and we said, okay, we're going to move to the mainland. I had one year to pick any place I wanted for us to move in the continental U.S. And so my husband and I checked out San Diego. We checked out Colorado Springs. We could have gone back to Washington, D.C. And in the end, I have no friends or family here when we moved here. We chose San Antonio because I firmly believe, even today, it's a great place to raise a family. It's a great place to learn about culture, about history. It's a wonderful place to enjoy meeting other people because it has that familial, friendly vibe that other cities lack. And finally, there's no snow to shovel. I confess, no snow to shovel is a big plus in my book. I grew up in the Northeast, so my snow quota is filled. So for all those reasons, we moved here 14 years ago. And if anything, over the past five years of writing about companies in San Antonio, I'm even more passionate about that decision being the right one for us. We love it here. I think the more we explore San Antonio and understand what San Antonio has to offer, that passion really grows. Amanda and I have talked in previous episodes about our vision of San Antonio and how we right. viewed it as opposed to now. After exploring and visiting establishments and meeting all these wonderful people and learning more about the tech scene and the food scene and the decade of downtown, right? After you learn all these things, you start to grow that passion for San Antonio 
which ultimately led to this essay talk. I think you're exactly right. Just living here and, and really being immersing yourself in San Antonio really brings out that passion. And so you mentioned just three big areas. And actually, there's more than that, because I've done some writing about the art scene here. I'm a docent at the San Antonio Museum of Art. And so you meet, you know, local artists, the art scene, the food scene, the tech scene. I mean, startups 14 years ago, people like, what is that? Right. The downtown tech district, all of those things have become so incredibly vibrant in the 14 years that I've lived here. I mean, imagine living someplace where it changes that much in that relatively short period of time. If anything, I'm even more encouraged by what San Antonio is still capable of doing in the next five years. I think we're all going to be surprised to see um, where we are as a city. We're going to have the Innovation Center is going to be online at the port. UTSA will be further along with its downtown campus. You're going to see more downtown development and revitalization that's going to really bring even more buzz to downtown, to the urban core, uh, more businesses. I mean, even in the middle of a pandemic, how many businesses are opening up? Have you been reading about all the new restaurants that are opening? Yeah, right? we actually do a segment at the very beginning of our podcast about um, new openings or, or things happening in San Antonio. And it's been incredible throughout the pandemic. We've had more than enough to talk about because there's our city, uh, you know, we just never give up. People keep on fighting. Amanda, you hit the nail on the head. People here are resilient. And I know the pandemic is challenging for so many people here and, and across the globe. But at the same time, look at how much people rally to help each other and to support each other and to collaborate and bring to light the good things that people are doing. So I have, I'm very optimistic about the future of the city. I really, truly am. I know this is a very general question, but what do you think San Antonio, as far as the business community goes as a whole, needs to still improve upon? San Antonio has this perception that they may not be as good as other cities. I want to dispel this notion right here, right now. San Antonio is as good or better than a lot of cities that you read about. We're just an undiscovered gem. Heather Hansen is the new uh, CEO and, and uh, president of Biomed SA. And when I was talking to her recently, she did some research on patents. She discovered that just in San Antonio alone, the number of patents that had been filed in the past year surpassed the number for entire states that claim to be innovation zones. Folks here just don't realize that there's so many incredible people that are building things every day, all different kinds of companies, services, products, inventions, innovations. It's happening. And I think it's happening because you have the supportive network. So if anything, over time, more media coverage, more of a sense of awareness of the talents that we have here is only going to help build that momentum to say, si se puede, yes, we can, we are as good or better than a lot of cities. And in fact, I'm getting ready to uh, record a panel discussion for Why Texas. If you haven't looked at this website, why, the letter Y, Texas.com, it's a website that exists to help explain to people who are not in Texas, why Texas? Why should you move your business to Texas? Let's tell you why. I love that. And hearing your passion about San Antonio is just incredible. So we always like to ask our guests, what legacy do you wish to leave here in San Antonio? 
Oh my goodness. The website. I mean, and it's a small business, community media. It's, it's not going to help you buy a mansion, but it's very mission driven. My legacy hopefully will be all of that content that I've developed over time on startupsanantonio.com. When I first launched it and I created the first resources guide and the ecosystem map, the city had put out a list of needs because it was the first year for the CivTech SA program. And on the list was, we need a consolidated website directory listing of all of the entrepreneurial resources for San Antonio. And so I had several people when I launched, they all came to me and said, your website, your website, you, you fill one of these needs, you should apply for the CivTech SA program. And I said, well, but I'm already doing it. So I don't need help in germinating that idea. You know, I was busy like lining up stories, writing content. They went back and said, oh, well, let's take that need off the list. Then we don't need it anymore. Iris is doing it. So, I mean, I'm just hoping that will be a lasting legacy, quite frankly, and that people will continue to find it useful in the years to come. And so before we wrap up, we always like to give you a chance to, you know, provide your Facebook, Twitter, your website, whatever you're on. But before I do that, I want to honor you because you are receiving an award later coming up this year. Yes. And in fact, uh, on uh, September 25th, the Small Business Administration is going to have a uh, online award ceremony, but it's the Small Business Media Advocate Award for 2020. Basically, the person that wrote about small business in San Antonio, and it was a competitive process across the 55 districts that the SBA has. So I'm honored to have been awarded the 2020 award for that. It's incredibly humbling. Well, you deserve it for for helping all of these small businesses out here in San Antonio. Uh, You know, your, your advice and your resources are just invaluable. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Let our listeners know where they can find you. So if you look online, startupssanantonio.com, and I focus on startups. I write about more than one startup because I'll, I'll have people say, I couldn't find you. I said, two S's, startups, San Antonio, right? Startupsanantonio.com. We also have a Facebook page, startupsanantonio.com. On Twitter, it's startups underscore SA. And on LinkedIn, also startupsanantonio.com. If you're looking to connect with me on LinkedIn, there's many Iris Gonzalez's in the world, actually. There's over 900. So on LinkedIn, I am the real Iris Gonzalez. Uh, <laughs> and, and you'll also find Startup San Antonio on Instagram as well. That's the handle, Startup San Antonio. So I hope you follow us. Uh, If you sign up for the newsletter every Sunday, I send it out with a wrap up of the stories so you don't miss them. Plus some tidbits about things that I'm seeing uh, in the ecosystem every week. Iris, we appreciate you taking the time today to come speak to us here on the SA Talk podcast. We appreciate everything you do, all the resources you provide, all the knowledge, um, not just here on the podcast, but to every entrepreneur and person you come across. So we really appreciate that. Well, Zach, Amanda, thank you so much for having me on this episode. And I I love what you're doing. I applaud what you're doing because uh, the business community is a very rich one here in San Antonio. So I don't think you're going to run out of content anytime soon. Us either. Well, thank you so much for being on here. Thanks again. All right, guys, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, Amanda and I will discuss today's guest. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's Zach. As some of you may know, I help people plan for retirement. 
And as your advisor, I can not only show you how money truly works, but put you in control of your money today and in retirement. If you're looking to schedule a financial review, please give me a call at 210-760-0409. Thank you for listening to this archived episode of the original Essay Talk podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. If you enjoyed this episode and are looking for more content, you'll want to hit that subscribe or follow button, depending on which podcast platform you are using. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I do also ask that you please give us a rate and review. That really helps the podcast grow. Lastly, if you want to keep up with the podcast, check us out on social media at SAPod Network. Take care and viva San Antonio.